You're listening to the Hall About Public Safety Podcast, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes with the men and women in uniform with the Hall County Sheriff's Office and Hall County Fire Services. A fair warning before we get started, sometimes the subject matter of this podcast might not be suitable for younger audiences. Parents are advised to use discretion. Let's get to today's episode. Hey everybody, Brian Stewart here. I am host of the Hall About Public Safety podcast, and we're going to branch into a topic today that is public safety that you're probably aware exists, even though you may not have really interacted with it much. So uh, we got a guest today. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, Barry Shaw. I'm the uh, head of the Hall County Marshal's Office. So the, the Marshal's Office, again, most people probably know it exists, probably heard of it, but uh, you guys have kind of a unique role when it comes to public safety. So uh, let's start out with the office itself. Tell us a little bit about what, what do you guys do? So the Marshal's Office is really kind of another name for what you will uh, here be referenced to as code enforcement in a lot of places. So that's the primary role that we have. Uh, we do also provide security here at the Hall County Government Center, which during the COVID-19 changes, we've had some in, uh, an increased role there with, uh, if anyone's visited the center here with uh, uh, the appointments to get in the building and that kind of thing. But primarily we deal with code enforcement issues, um, and that's usually involving property, how someone is either not keeping up their property or how they're using it. Um, we. We work from complaints. We get complaints that are called in. Uh, people email us, send us uh, complaints through the call line. Um, but we, we do uh, investigations and uh, go out to properties and businesses uh, almost every day to investigate those complaints. So what are some of the things that you mentioned things about like junk in the yards and stuff like that. What are some of the things that kind of fall under your umbrella as it relates to code enforcement? The most common complaints that we probably get are um, storage of junk or things that people have that they're keeping in their yards uh, that the neighbors consider to be an eyesore. So we we took a look at those uh, inoperable vehicles, old cars, whether they're junk cars or not running, people leave those in the yard. So uh, when those are allowed and where they're allowed to be kept on the property, uh, littering, illegal dumping, things like that is a big issue. we also deal with short-term rentals, and because we uh, have a very large lake community, that's, uh, that's an issue that we, uh, that we deal with quite a bit as to regulating those and making sure that the people that are renting their uh, homes out for short-term rentals are following the rules there. And, uh, you know, issues that we deal with also, we, we help a lot of the other county departments out. Um, so like business licenses, the building, uh, building inspections, people that are building without permits, or people uh, when it comes to zoning issues where um, illegal signs or someone has got their land approved to uh, for a certain kind of land use and they're not following the rules. Uh, so we, we kind of help other departments investigate those things for them also. You guys sound like the countywide version of a homeowners association. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it is the uh, someone once referred to us as sort of like what they call the utility man in baseball, the person that can play every position, and you you really do. You get called out for a lot of things. Uh, I think uh, a big part of our job is to try to be a problem solver, and so. There are, as you mentioned, homeowners associations. We don't deal with homeowner association rules or 
you know, property line disputes, this guy cut a tree down this on my property. Some of these kind of things we don't really deal with, but we, we still find ourselves sometimes uh, talking to neighbors about these things because, and so what we try to do is uh, sometimes even if we don't necessarily have the authority to fix it, just to try to talk to neighbors to get these things worked out because that's, that's really the end result. So you'll want. really act as, as mediators in a lot of these situations. You're just, you know, if someone has a beef with their neighbor, you can sort of be the, the one to hopefully try to settle things down. And Yeah, at times. I mean, there are times if someone, if the issue that they call us about is purely something that's a civil matter, we, we don't respond to it. But there could be, a, you know, a legitimate code violation that we are addressing. And while we're there, other things come up and we can clearly see that there's a lot more going on between these neighbors. And I think it's very similar to uh, police officers and, and uh, deputy sheriffs. When they respond to calls, there's, there's going to be issues that they are faced with that there's really no legal authority that they have to fix the problem. But there they are, and, they, and they're standing in front of a problem. And so that's sort of what you're kind of called to do is to try to mediate those out and try to resolve the problem. And, and before we move on uh, to the next part of this discussion, just if somebody has a, a code enforcement related issue, how should they go about contacting y'all? Because, you know, I, I'm sure you guys don't, you don't need them calling 911 because their neighbor has a junk car in the front yard. Yeah, so for, for us, we've, um, from our website, you can, uh, so you can call, people can call the office and, um, uh, and leave the complaint over the phone. They can, uh, when you go to our website, there's a link where you can click and you can send an email in. And if someone wants to be 100% anonymous, there's a, an online complaint form where they can just submit the complaint, uh, the address and what, the, what they're seeing out there, and then they can send it in that way. We do really encourage people to leave us some sort of way to follow back up with them. And one of the main reasons why is because in Hall County, there are some places that we don't go. So we don't handle code enforcement for Gainesville, and we don't handle it for Flowery Branch or Oakwood, or it might be a sheriff's department issue. There are people that send us complaints in with no name, no phone number, no email, and it's about drugs in the, on their street or people speeding up and down their street, and we don't deal with that. That's, that would be a sheriff's department issue. So sometimes we'll get, we can tell it's the same address, the same complaint, we have no way of reaching back out to them to tell them that they've got the wrong person, so they're probably getting frustrated. So we do pass those complaints along to where they need to go, but it's just kind of helpful to be able to get back in touch with them. And the second part of this conversation I wanted to have was just to get to know you a little bit better because you're still somewhat new on the job here at Hall County. You started late last year, is that correct? Yeah, I started the, uh, the week of Thanksgiving. And uh, I know we've entered some absolutely crazy times just in the world in general, but uh, on your first six months or so here on the job for Hall County, um, how has it been? And then if you can kind of backtrack and, and give us your background that led up to it. Well, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been great. I'll tell you, it's been um, it's a very welcoming environment, and I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I live uh, in Beaufort, so it's very close. And uh, I, I spent uh, basically an entire career, it feels like most of my life, in, in working for the city of Atlanta and uh, in the police department. And uh, I retired from there in November. Um, I retired as a police major. Um, so I had a lot of great assignments. And uh, one of my assignments while I was there was I was in charge of code enforcement for the, for the city of Atlanta. Uh, uh, there, the code enforcement falls under the police. So that was... Uh, 
it was a it was a great experience for me, and I think that's something that's kind of helped me uh, come into this role. So it's been great. It's been uh, it's uh, everyone was asking me if I was going to be able to handle the uh, the slowdown of speed from Atlanta to up here, and I think I said I assured them that I would have no problem with that. But we've stayed busy. We um, we've got a, a lot of work to do up here, so I'm, I'm looking forward to what comes up next. Now, did you spend your law enforcement career to this point with the city of Atlanta and now Hall County, or were there any other stops in between? No, that was it. I, I started there once upon a time when I was young, and uh, I was a uh, young patrol officer riding up and down the streets, and then, uh, you know, from there, I probably spent about a third of my career in detectives, uh, various assignments, and so uh, doing investigations of all types and uh, supervising detectives was a big part of my career, and I probably spent the last, almost the last 10 years as kind of a member of the command staff for the police department, so uh, I was probably in, in a lot more meetings and, uh, than, I, than I would have cared to, but that's kind of how my, uh, my time went there. Yeah, and uh, I just have to imagine that going from Atlanta to Hall County is a a bit of a transition. But is it is it in fact slower or is it just different? Well, it's uh, I'd say it's it's a little of both. I mean, the you know the volume of calls and complaints that you get in a city that big is 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 real is tremendous. But um, but I but I will say that it's it. it when you go from a place, you know, like the city of Atlanta, and you come here, even though it's different on the surface, a lot of times what you find out is that it's, the problems are still the same. Um, you still deal with, you're still dealing with people. Um, you know, you still, I, I'm, a, I'm sure that if you talk to a sheriff's deputy, you know, a going to a domestic call there or here, it's, uh, you know, you're still dealing with people and it's still very similar. Uh, I found that the code enforcement side of things, and uh, as relates to the marshal's office, it's it's really no different at all. You have maybe the the type of call that you're getting is might be a little bit different, but it's still very similar. Uh, you still have people that are unhappy with their neighbors, and they're asking you to fix it, and uh, so it really feels like nothing has changed for me that much. Well, and uh, if you're dealing with people, I'm, I'm going to guess this is the first time you've dealt with somebody sticking a microphone in your face to record a podcast. And uh, <laughs> We are running out of time, so I, I do want to thank you for joining us. It, it's been good to get to know you these last six months. And uh, just let's reiterate one more time, if anybody has code enforcement type issues, how can they contact the marshal's office? So we're going to ask people to uh, go to our website. Um, you go to our website. You've got uh, you've got a multitude of ways that you can contact us. Um, call call us on the phone. You can report it that way. You can send us an email, or you can send it through the online complaint form. Either of those uh, ways, we're going to get your call and uh, we're going to investigate it. And we also, if you leave us a contact number or a way to get back in touch with you, once we have gone out and we have uh, taken a look at that property, we'll give you a call back if you'd like us to. Um, and kind of let you know what we see and what our next steps will be. And since I know podcasts are something most of us listen to while we're driving or maybe you're out for a run, we don't have pen and paper nearby, I will put links to the website and the phone number uh, in the show notes, which you can find on Apple Podcasts or in the description if you're uh, listening to this 
online on SoundCloud. So you can find those there. Again, I'm Brian Stewart, your host. Captain Shaw, thanks for joining us. This has been fun to get to know the Marshal's office. And we will see you next month on the Hall About Public Safety podcast. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Hall About Public Safety podcast. Episodes come out monthly. You can find links to them on hallcounty.org and in the monthly county newsletter. And, of course, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts to get all the latest content. I'm Brian Stewart. Thanks for listening.